This is the Empowered Spirituality Podcast, the podcast about inclusive spirituality. Empowered Spirituality is all about connecting and aligning to your own higher self. All religions, spiritual practices and beliefs, sexual orientations, gender identities and expressions are welcomed and celebrated here. I am your host, Samantha Nagel, owner of and coach at Empowered Spirituality, LLC. Every Wednesday, I will share a guided meditation practice, and every Thursday, I will share inspirational teachings or interviews with people with different spiritual practices, beliefs, and opinions. Come every week with an open mind, taking what you like and leaving the rest. Welcome to Empowered Spirituality. Welcome to Empowered Spirituality. My name is Samantha Nagel, and this is kind of a bonus episode, I guess. It's a solo episode, and there's something that I've been really processing and working through and holding in my body and in my heart and in my feelings and my emotions, and it just became super clear to me that I have to share here. Uh, I shared a bit on my Instagram. If you follow me, maybe you've seen it, and maybe you know what I'm going to say, but it felt like I just need to talk. And I was even going to write this out before I spoke, uh, and I just felt like, no, just let it flow. So I'm going to let it flow, but that also might mean that it's choppy and weird. (laughs) So if it is choppy and weird, please forgive me. I'm going to do my best. So if I just want to say before I start, it is my goal to keep this podcast relatively apolitical. And that being said, you may know my political leanings because I haven't been shy about it either. Um, And so I'm going to be mentioning something that's political, quote unquote political, but I'm not, this is for everyone because the concepts I'm going to be speaking about are not political. And it's actually about how to take ourselves out of the political mindset and back into a mindset rooted in love. And maybe the fact that I have different opinions may trigger you and you may want to turn this off. And if you want to, go ahead, turn it off. Um, But I think that if you're ready, you may gain a lot. I'm not going to be trying to change your mind about anything. Let's just dive in. Um, In the U.S., Texas passed an abortion bill that is the most restrictive yet. Uh, You may know this. You may not know this. We're not going to dive into that. But I will be honest and say that I don't like that. I don't believe in that. I am pro-choice. Again, we're not going to focus on that. And when I found out, I felt really angry. Really angry. Um, Really judgmental. And I'm not someone who's comfortable feeling anger. I grew up suppressing a lot of anger, which led to... um, not anger issues, uh, but issues around anger, right? Like I'm not punching walls or, you know, having explosive outrages, but, um, I don't know what to do with my anger. So it becomes unmanageable internally. And it feels like I, I don't explode outward, but I explode inward and it's really messy. Um, so when I feel anger, I feel super uncomfortable. And so since this happened this week, I've been feeling really uncomfortable. 
Um, and it's not just about abortion either, right? I've been feeling this way really strongly since 2020 with, you know, the election and COVID and Black Lives Matter and masks and vaccines. And now this, there's a lot of division, unfortunately. Um, and I have my very uh, strong opinions. And what I grapple I want to be open-minded I want to be loving I want to accept everyone but how do I accept someone who has such radical different beliefs that go against that seem to go against my who I am my morals my values how I identify how do I not judge that person and I've really been struggling with this how can I believe in these things but also not have judgment for people who don't believe these things it's really, it's been confusing, and I know I'm not the only one, which is why uh, I wanted to speak on this. And I want to say, it's okay to have your beliefs. It's okay that I have a reaction to the bill that was passed. That's okay. It's okay that you have a reaction, whether that's relief or anger, like me. And it's also okay if you have a reaction to other people's reactions. Uh, that's just a very human thing, and that's very normal. So the problem isn't the anger. And even though anger makes me uncomfortable, it's not a bad thing. Anger is actually a great teacher. It's showing me, you know, what I believe in, and I'm seeing something that I don't believe in, and I'm having an anger reaction. The ego is not bad. So the ego is something that really identifies with things. So I identify as being X, Y, and Z. And so when I see something that doesn't, that I don't think identifies with X, Y, and Z, my ego is going to reject that. And I'm naturally just going to have those judgmental attack thoughts that want to keep me separate from that thing that I don't identify with. And that's not bad. Right? That's how we gain a sense of self. That's how we figure out what we believe in, how we figure out our values and morals. That's not bad. But what's bad is staying really attached to that. So the ego is always going to be there. It's always going to do its thing. <laughs> it's always going to try and separate us, maybe. Um, but our job is to integrate that and make decisions with our whole self. Right, so my ego is not my whole self. My whole self is comprised of all sorts of things and aspects and archetypes and parts. So my job is to say, okay, I'm having a reaction of anger because I don't believe in that. I don't identify with that. That's okay, but that's where that feeling of attack and judgment is going to end. And now I'm going to use a different part of myself to still have love for those people because all people are inherently worthy and val or everyone's worthy of love they're inherently good and that's hard <laughs> that's hard right like you can believe that but then when you try and apply it in a really difficult situation like it's really easy to inherently love someone you 100% agree with all of the time <laughs> and that like you know always does things that you like it's really easy to believe that they're inherently worthy but even people that you disagree with are inherently worthy and they are inherently entitled to that opinion that's hard huh 
even though you don't like other people's opinions, they are 100% entitled to that opinion. And really, isn't that the beauty of being human? Right? I believe that, I don't know what it is, but in whatever spirit realm that we're from, we don't have these disagreements because we don't have things like this. We don't have things to be in disagreement upon. And so if we came here for a human experience, we came here for part of this. And so we don't have to agree on everything. We don't have to get rid of our anger. Part of our evolution and part of our development is finding ways that we can still live and let live and be happy and somewhat enjoy this life is to coexist with things and people that we don't like. And so I'm, I want to make sure that you all know that I'm not making this into toxic positivity. I'm not saying that when something awful happens uh, that you don't have a right to be angry or to just have good vibes only because everything's going to work out in divine timing and everyone deserves love, right? There are people that we do not need to be around that are not safe for us, that we should not associate with. And that might be someone who disagrees with us or might be someone who's just not safe for us. So I don't want it to sound like I'm relating at all to any part of toxic positivity, um, just to be very clear. So what do we do with this information? Like, this is really confusing. How can you be angry about something while also trying not to hold hatred for people who believe differently than you? Well, anger is valuable. And anger is part of what allows us to create change. Anger tells us, you know, part of what that is is the ego saying that we don't identify with something. But anger is also a place where maybe our boundaries have been crossed, where maybe our values have been crossed, and where we want to make change. And so sitting and being angry is not always, it, it can be very helpful, but what do we want to do with that anger and where do we want to direct that anger? You have a right to all your feelings no matter what you do about them, but, and, what is, what is the best plan of action? right? Um, and I'm going to use an anecdote that I, I talked to a friend of mine, um, and she's a safe friend, so it was okay to say that we disagreed with each other. It felt safe and respectful, um, but I'll use this abortion issue as an example. Um, I am pro-choice. She happens to be um, pro-life, uh, which I just want to say I don't love labeling anything, because uh, labels are really, they can be really helpful in creating identity, like the ego, uh, but they can also create a lot of separation. And so to say that she's pro-life and I'm not makes it sound like I'm anti-life or even that she's anti-choice, <laughs> right? And that's not true. I'm not anti-life. She's not anti-choice. Um, so again, labels are not always the most helpful, especially in really divisive things like vaccines. Are you an anti-vax? Are you an anti-mask? Are you a, I don't know what, pro-vaxxer? <laughs> um, right, like having these division of one category of person and another category of person, Republican, Democrat, um, whatever, is is not always so healthy. Anyways, for lack of a better term, she's typically against abortion, 
uh, and I'm more towards women having the right to choose. Um, and I'll say that from my perspective, and let's say social media does not help this, right? Um, we often see things, and she used this example too, we often see things like people who are pro-life are really pro-forced birth because they don't care about the children after they're born. And I was subscribing to that narrative, I'll tell you that. Um, I definitely had that judgment. And she said, I'm pro-choice, or I'm pro-life, but I deeply care about children. I deeply care about humans once they're born. She's a spiritual person. Uh, and she was saying, like, that d doesn't apply to me, and it's hurtful when I see that rhetoric online and people supporting it, because it's just not true for me. And maybe it's true for others, but not for me. And then it, I realized... In my head, when I hear someone, I'm going to use abortion, when I hear pro-choice, or pro, sorry, I'm getting all confused. When I hear pro-life, what I hear is, I don't value women's bodies, or the bodies of those who can conceive, because it's not just women who can conceive, but I don't value their lives, I don't value their bodies, I don't value autonomous choice, um, I'm pushing whatever I believe onto other people. And I realized what she heard when she heard pro-choice was, I want to kill babies. I'm pro-abortion. I think babies should be aborted. Uh, and that's not how I feel either. Um, so I realized that when we have these major disagreements, we tend to put narratives onto the other group of people um, that are pretty dramatic. And maybe some people do think that way. Um, I think that's not unfair to say that people believe that way. Uh, and maybe those that's why that law was formed. I don't know. But it, it was able to give me the clarity that we really dramatize why someone thinks or believes something. When actually she believes in life, she's very connected to her own child. She's very connected to her religious beliefs. Um, and she's very connected to the life of children. And so it's not that she's connected to taking away women's rights. It's that she's connected to something else that she strongly believes in. Um, and I think the beautiful thing at the end of that conversation is we didn't change each other's minds, which I think that's really, really important to note that I didn't go into that conversation with the hope of changing her mind. And I don't think that she went into that conversation with the hope of changing my mind. And that is why it's so important to remember that even if we have these conversations or not, we don't have to change the minds of other people. We don't have to change our minds unless we want to. But it's okay to open-mindedly hear why the why behind someone else's beliefs because it's probably a lot different than you believe it is. And also, it's still staying true to your own beliefs to hear beliefs that are not yours. And maybe they'll even strengthen your beliefs, but you don't have to feel hatred for that other person. Then I also want to say that this anger is valuable, but if I want to make a change, if I want to personally make sure that women have the right um, to choose what happens to their body, should I spend my time arguing with someone like her? Or someone on that level who doesn't affect lawmaking, doesn't affect change, uh, who just believes something? Not really. That's not productive. If I want to take that anger and use it somewhere, should I really just be posting nasty things on social media and resharing 
uh, nasty things on social media? Like, do you think that the person who believes opposite than you will see your nasty posts that you've shared and think, oh, okay, you've changed my mind. So who are you really preaching to? You're preaching to people who agree with you. And what's that doing? They already agree with you. So if you could take that passion to speak to other people, to to take that anger to the level they can actually make change, to educate people, that might be a more healthy and productive use of that anger versus just stirring what is already a very chaotic and divisive shit show. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, and then, you know, provoking the other side, like I said, doesn't really help you. But then is there even an other side? Think about that. My friend, who I thought was on the other side of this, and who probably thought I was on the other side of her, we realize that we just really care about people. Does that make us divided? No. So if you think there's an other side, if you think that there are two groups of people, maybe take a second to think about, is that true? Or are there many sides? Or is there just one side of humanity? It's just expressing itself in different ways. Nothing changes with perpetual judgment and hate. And I thought about this a lot um, in the election. Hearing hateful things from other people made me feel really angry and really hateful, honestly. And I had a friend point out recently, is that being different from what you're seeing? If you are just as hateful as what you're seeing, are you really being different? No, you're not. You're being the thing that makes you uncomfortable. You're being the thing that you don't like. So responding to hate with hate is not going to change anything. It's just going to make those quote-unquote two sides more divisive. And again, your anger is valid. And also, like that conversation happened to be a safe space. But if that's all we talked about, that wouldn't be like a productive friendship. Right? If there's someone that you really don't agree with fundamentally, like there are some people that um, don't believe, like my friend is not one of them, but there are some people that don't believe that women and gay people and trans people should have basic human rights. That is not someone I can be in relationship with. That's not someone I want in my life. But I don't have to hate them. I don't have to like them. I don't have to associate with them. I don't have to be around them, but I don't have to hate them. And if I have hate for them, I can use that hate and try and transmute it into passion, to anger, and project those feelings into real change. Whew. I hope this all makes sense. This is very difficult. Uh, I think we're all being really challenged and expanded right now because there are a lot of things that we just don't agree with on. Um, and that's always been the case. But it feels super present right now. And that makes me think, okay, we're learning some lessons. And I'm not trivializing anything, but we're also learning some lessons about these feelings that are flaring up inside of us. And 
the best thing we can do is just sit with those feelings and say, okay, what do you got? What are you trying to show me? And that's the case, whether it's anger, anxiety, sadness. Say, okay, hey, I don't, you know, this is an uncomfortable feeling for me. I don't really like you. (laughs) But okay, come on in. Tell me what you got. Show me what you got. You can handle uncomfortable feelings. Now I'm going to wrap this up. And I'm sure, like, I'm not perfect. (laughs) This is slightly rambling, you know. I'm not perfect. I'm going to have judgmental thoughts. I'm going to have attack thoughts. I'm going to judge people and come to quick decisions. And I'm going to believe narratives I see on social media. So maybe a challenge for me is to engage less on social media. And another challenge is to use this anger that I have to volunteer, to donate money, to figure out ways to educate others, to figure out how to empower the women and people in my life that I do talk to, that I do engage with, with my clients, with my audience, and not use those feelings just to sit and muddle in my own hate and judgment. Because that actually doesn't feel so, so good for me, too. It's not just, um, this is self-serving. <laughs> this is not just me trying to be a good person or a good spiritual person. I feel uncomfortable when I feel hate and judgment. Like, I don't like it. <laughs> and so this is a way for me to feel better. And maybe you don't like it. It can feel addictive, that's for sure. It can feel very addictive. And there's something that feels good about judging people. There absolutely is. Um, It feels like, especially if I've been really almost abstinent from judgment, and I indulge in a judgmental thought, it feels really fucking good. (laughs) Um, So acknowledge that, like, it makes sense. Our shadow sides definitely like to judge. That's okay. Notice that urge, too. And notice if it's you really want to hold on to that judgment and why a lot of the times I like to judge here's something I judge other drivers on the road because I'm not a very good driver and I'm often judged by other drivers and it's I live in a place where road rage is pretty common so I'm not just like judged (laughs) I'm yelled at I'm flipped off Um, and so when I see another driver mess up I I don't do anything to them, but I revel in that. I get mad. I judge them. And that's because I finally saw someone who was being worse at driving than me. <laughs> right? Like, and that's the case with a lot of things. If I'm judging someone else's behaviors, it's probably because I just feel relief to see that someone else is quote unquote messing up just like I am. So just something to chew on. Thank you if you've made it this far. Thanks for listening to my rambling thoughts. I know that this was a bit all over the place, but hopefully it brought you some clarity or brought you a new perspective. I'm not trying to change your mind, just like my friend. I'm not trying to change anyone's mind on what to believe politically. But I am trying to open all of our perspectives on how we can view things that we don't like. All right. Thank you for listening.
As I began the journey of shifting my career to a job that aligned with my values and beliefs, having an education in health coaching has been transformational. Through the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, you can become a certified health coach to empower your relationship with food, health, and wellness, live your dreams, earn while you learn, and embark on a new path. Join the global community of like-minded change agents who are here to empower, inspire, and motivate you to create the life you've always dreamed of by clicking the link in the show notes. And by doing so, you'll receive $2,000 off tuition when you pay in full or $1,500 off tuition if you choose the payment plan option. Or you can mention my name, Samantha Nagel, spelled N-A-G-E-L. Discover how to take a holistic and nourishing approach to health and wellness today.